You fucking serious? <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Requiem for a Tuesday. Justice joins me yet again. Third week in a row, bud. You like me. <laughs> <laughs> Starting the new year off right. Uh, <laughs> before we get in, let's just make some announcements, shall we? As of this episode, we're entering year four of Requiem for a Tuesday. Can you believe it? Damn. Round of applause for that one. Yeah, that's honestly, congrats. I guess. I mean, it's really just a matter of committing the time. It's not really an achievement. That goes to show just for our viewers or listeners. I don't want to be friends with you no more, Justice. I just want to focus on my podcast. Like I've got nothing better to do with me feckin' time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we're both just snapping into it that well, honestly. I didn't practice at all. But yeah, you're four. You're four and they like, just... Exponential growth only, baby. So end of year one... Exponential growth only. End of year two, I should say, doubled end of year one. Now that we're at the end of year three, end of year three doubled year two. So let's keep it rolling. That's pretty sick. Ego, baby. We got to double up by next year. Tell your friends. Rate, review, subscribe. Check out the merch at fred.bigcartel.com. Check your ego. Oh, are you rowing? <laughs> <laughs> Links in the description below. <laughs> uh, wait. So... Um, one further announcement. Adam didn't see Avatar yet. Well, oh, another further announcement. I'm trying. It'll, it might happen next week. Speaking of next week, Justice is joining me and Ricky, friend of the show, in Memphis, Tennessee, baby, this week. So possibly, most likely, no episode next week. Get your boo-hoos out the way now. Road sodas, road sodas, road sodas. Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll do a recap episode for sure, which means justice. The juice might bring his stuff, you know. You're bringing it back again. I, I intend on such. All right. Con content growth only. Exponential content growth only. Road sodas. <laughs> <laughs> Although we're taking the train. It's not doesn't really count as a road sodas. Yeah, that we just reformat it for like TikTok, you know. Ugh. Not interested. I know you're not. That's why it'll be fun. Just because you want the Chinese to take your data does not mean that you need me to be a part of it. Well. I don't need to be in their algorithms. You're going you're gonna to be. I already am. I use Alibaba. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Amazon. I got this bag for $2.99. Like $1.99. So it's like Uniqlo and Amazon smushed together. I don't know what Uniqlo is. Uh, we're... <laughs> Wait, who did you say? The Chinese data? They, they're they taking our data? I got it wrong then. I think Uniqlo is like a, a, a Japanese company. Is it? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's a it's like a, a Target, I guess. Okay. <laughs> comparable to a Target. Uh, Alibaba is like Amazon, but bigger. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, you get like you can get like custom shit done. You find just like the factories that make bags and you'll be like, just make me the bag I want. And they'll be like, All right. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Discounts on bulk? Absolutely. That's pretty sick. Minimums as well. You can't I'd rather it. support Alibaba before I support Amazon, so that seems like some 
good in good insights for me. Would you rather do that? Maybe. Eh. I don't know what's going on with Alibaba. Uh, yeah, right. So maybe I spoke. <laughs> I too don't soon. think you want to find out either. I think I spoke too soon. Yeah, I would say so. <clears throat> there's um, there's plenty of reasons as an American to not like Amazon, but I unfortunately do still order. But from there's them. more reasons as an American to not like China. <laughs> Therefore. Therefore, I should just keep supporting Amazon, is what you're saying. USA, baby. <laughs> Unless you only want to spend two ninety nine on a bag, one ninety nine. Then you can just flex your American more and just buy it from somewhere else. I just bought a fake Apple Watch off Alibaba as well. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Paramount might still be listening, so. <laughs> True. That's a callback from our last episode, our last two episodes, actually, because we did a Top Gun Maverick episode twice. That's true. <laughs> Pretty sick stuff. Double perspective. Really next level podcast stuff nobody's doing. Uh, in, in hindsight now, I wish I talked a little bit more about how odd that tan job was. Like, I, I don't know. You if, talked about it a lot I don't know already. if Tom Cruise. It's the only thing you mentioned, really. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You I'm were laying pretty, back into it. You were really upset. That other guy's mustache, uh, rooster's stash, though, so good. It's what you wish you had. It is. It Your really stashes is. are weak. My stashes don't, yeah. They don't curl up. You don't, don't get understand. long hairs. I don't, I don't have chest hair. I don't have a mustache. You I don't have, my beard doesn't connect to my fucking sideburns, so therefore I really don't even have sideburns. Really? My mustache doesn't connect to my beard. So that. I, I can only have, like, chin straps. I think that that works. Better than it not connecting at all. That's true. Because I'll never keep, like rock a beard just because it doesn't look right. Pe- some people have been like, no, it's okay. But then they're like, eh. Yeah, your facial hair is real bushy and patchy. It's kind of gross. Well, mine's all stringy and long. It looks like pasta hanging <laughs> from my face. <laughs> you got pasta and I, I, I've got pubes. So, you know, and at least the pasta is edible a little bit. And chew on them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of pasta. Yeah, where are we going? Let's get into our first <laughs> topic Christ. today. The restaurant horror thriller. Someone said uh, earlier it was like the menu. midsummer, but for foodies. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. It was good. Who said it? Yeah. Um, Kelsey, one of Hannah, Hannah's friends. I take it back. Terrible take. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like I liked Midsummer more. Midsummer wasn't very good. I the menu I would rather watch again for sure. I'd rather watch Midsummer again. That's because are you being like an annoying cook guy about this? That's why I was surprised that you didn't like it. Are you being like that's not how a kitchen works? That is how a kitchen works. <laughs> well, I know, right? So that's why I'm shocked. On, a, on, a, on like a, it's like if the bear a was way, truly a, a horror level. movie. Kind of, kind of. It's like there was more it's than like they were the, not just a kitchen. They were like you know, it's they Joel all slept together. It was wild. The bear. What do you mean? Remember when Joel McHale was in the bear? They showed him in his old life at his five star restaurant. That's what the menu's like. Yeah, it's like where he worked. Right. Yeah. That's the intensity. And also, everybody fucks everybody in kitchens, so I don't know why you're acting like that's different. No, no, no. I It's not the fucking that I'm talking about. It's just, it, like, where they sh- when they showed their sleeping quarters and the menu, and, like, when they, it was, like, a, 
a heavily influenced but, Well, that's because experience. it's on an island. That, right. That was not just, they're not just, I'm not saying that, okay, wait. Circle back to the, you're like, I don't know why you didn't like it because it's like, are you just saying it because you were a cook, you know? It's not really like that. I don't think that it, it was cool to see the food. The, the food was the best part of the movie. But I didn't like the, I don't know. It was just kind of like all, it felt all over the place very quick and kind of silly like, on the but it wasn't. It was a satirical movie. I guess I didn't pick up on the how satirical it was supposed to be. It was mostly a comedy. I feel like. I, okay, I I agree. Yeah. So I, it wasn't like supposed to be this really dramatic thriller. Okay, let's backtrack a little bit. That's pretty cool. Let's recap. That makes me bit. like it more. So. <laughs> yeah. So give me your de- give me the debrief on the menu. So it starts off. This whore and this guy show up. <laughs> they don't reveal she's a whore right away, but no, she's a whore. No, not, not until like three quarters of the way, right? Yeah, but you could tell that they were like on a first date type deal by the way they were acting. Nicholas Holt of Skins, that's all I'll ever think of him as, no matter how many things he's been in. I think that's his name. Yeah. And Anya Taylor-Joy, a true gem. She's fucking awesome. What a doll. Amazing. As well as... Uh, I don't know. Ray Fines as the chef. Fantastic stuff. Great cast. Anyway, they show up. It's a three Michelin star tour de force restaurant located on a private island. Very exclusive. All of these people were invited for this one special night in which. That there has been more of as well. This is like a yearly, well, it seems like an annual event of some kind, right? No, this is just a well-established restaurant that's hard to get into, and these people were just invited for a private event. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. And it is slowly revealed throughout the movie that the chef has lost his mind and had a psychotic break, and everybody there is a target, and he's going to kill them all. They were ha- they were selected as such as well. They were invited. That's what I said. Right, and it, he means. had the mental break before the dinner had actually occurred. Well, which is I think is imp- I don't think anything that I'm saying is confusing. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it was it's exactly imp- what I just explained. When you when I I guess when I started watching or went as as it was unfolding, I thought like, oh, he's like slowly breaking. You know, no the the whole thing was predetermined. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't. I just didn't that. You just didn't pay attention. Is basically what you're saying. <laughs> that whole. How do I? Hmm. Great stuff here, buddy. Everybody's really entertained. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I, I'm trying to remember the movie a little bit more now. Great. Well, I'll keep going then, and you can stop just. Oh um, no! Please. Humming into the please microphone. Please continue. Please continue. <laughs> anyway. So then it's just slowly revealed throughout the thing, basically, that each person's shitty in some way. And then he'll kind of reveal why he invited them there and the wrong doing that they did to him as to why they were chosen as victims. And the concept that they give is that every course is supposed to connect into the next course. And then the whole course tells a story and that them dying is necessary to like elevate the course now to me this is the weakest part of the movie because the menu itself isn't really interconnected that tightly by like the third course it kind of loses that momentum 
I guess the whole idea is that they bail on that narrative once they start killing people and then it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> so in defense of the movie, I guess that's fine. But I was expecting that part of the movie would be a puzzle as to why the menu interconnects and there's like a reveal as to why they're all going to die in that aspect as well. And that just doesn't really happen. Like It's like an empty puzzle that doesn't piece together. Now, the final course is like a s'mores dish and the whole restaurant becomes the s'mores. That's clever and that's funny. Yeah. And I like that, but it just didn't didn't all tie together. So that's what I didn't like. But I did feel that it was like every dish was like gorgeous. Like it seemed like this was like I believed everything about it, that this was this established of a restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Normally in a movie, I feel like you don't see that. Yeah. Like a true dining experience. That's what I said about the bear. I was like, no kitchen's ever been portrayed for real like this. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, Bradley Cooper's yelling a lot. And it's like, yeah, everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll always make it like, oh, this is the star chef and this is the thing. Is that burnt that you were referencing? Is that what that's called? With Bradley Cooper as the chef? Yes. It's like one of the first k- right. kitchen, popular kitchen movies or whatever. Right. But wasn't it still tacky and lame and it was like a yeah. romance movie or something? It was more like about his his alcoholism than it, and his drug problem than it was about like Like cooking. the kitchen itself. Right, 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 exactly. It was about him like coming back to it, right. basically. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Or fucking, what's his name? Tubby Boy? Danny McBride? (laughs) No, that's mean. (laughs) John Favreau, he did a chef movie where he works in the food truck thing. Yeah. But he also, it's a restaurant at some point, yeah. Yeah, but also that movie's like about his family or whatever. It's never like about the restaurant. Ratatouille's like the best example of a restaurant movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, like up in, well, maybe still is. And this is... yeah, the execute like the the presentation for the dishes were all really cool. And what it is seemed the thing like that they serve like him when he's in the chicken coop. I don't remember. He's like hiding. And they're like deviled egg. He's like, yeah, short. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh my god. But yeah, they all seem like really high end dishes that they would serve at like next or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is really, be- and it's all like beautifully shot and constructed because the guy who directed this does Succession. Which is beautifully directed. He well, he does like a ton of episodes, not all of them. Yeah, but it all made sense why it was so well shot and everything. Mm. Uh, but it was great. I would say when the one c- cook, like the one course, was like this guy's mistake or something, and then the cook comes up and like gives a little speech, and then he just fucking shoots himself in the head. Yeah, incredible. I was in. I was like, this is going places. You know, but then, yeah, it was like goofy at times, like the John Leguizamo stuff. But it, w- I feel like it never really took itself that seriously to begin with is the thing. To me, the issue is more with like the looseness of the plot. Like you said, like it's not tight. Yeah. The, what you were but saying it, since earlier it's makes like sense. Comedic, though, it kind of doesn't really matter. But it's so well made and shot and acted and everything that that's why I like want it to be more concise, I guess. As the the deaths start intertwining, or as the deaths start um, with the dishes like piling up, right? And um, everybody starts to panic. 
it seems like the way that they were all supposed to fit together, like the puzzle, was supposed to work if nobody freaked out. You know what I mean? Right. Like nobody was. Uh, yeah, that's they the designed thing. it so that they were supposed to think the entire time that it was going to be a, fine. A fine. And it was all like a, a show. Hit. Yes. Right. Yes. But then very quickly, because of the one girl that number one didn't like, what's her name again? Her name is Aaron as her real name, I thought. What? Yeah, yeah. We don't care about characters' names on the show. Anna's Taylor Anya. Anya. Her character um is the like the one that's actually not supposed to be there. Right. That's the thing. That's why it, it goes so bad so fast, I think. Yes, and people it did don't throw stay everything convic- off. Convinced. You're right. Which so yeah, she was put in place of somebody else that was invited with Nicholas Holt and he brought her as a hooker instead cuz she bailed basically. Yeah. And the chef reveals like, "Uh, your invite told you we were going to kill you." And she's like, "What the I fuck?" I never saw dude? an invite. Right, exactly. <laughs> she's like, "I thought he was just taking me to this bougie dinner." Yeah. And uh, basically, he plays a foodie who's really annoying and knows every little thing about every little thing but can't actually cook himself. Great stuff. Yeah, his character they, was they nail, one of the best. They nail so many tropes like yeah. very well. The you know? well-established couple that just picks apart everything but you know doesn't cook, you know? That whole thing. Oh, well, the old couple goes to nice restaurants all the time just because they have money, but they don't actually enjoy or appreciate it. Right, right. He asked them to name one thing they've eaten there before. And, they and they've like, been there like 30 times. Awful. Awful. And, and like he also made the point to explain that like most people get to go once in their life. Like they're the only people who have been there remotely that many times. Right. And then like John Leg, but see then like John Leguizamo's character was just an actor who made a movie the guy hated, <laughs> you know? So it was just like varying degrees. Whereas like those other guys were like financial fraud guys, remember? Like some people it made more sense for them to be there and some people it was just comedy. So that's just what I mean. Like, it was inconsistent. Because when it was really serious as a thriller, it would be really intense. But then it would just kind of break. And not that I don't mind both. The tone was just inconsistent, I guess, is my complaint. Maybe I just... That's why I had such a hard time reading uh, how satirical it was and how it wasn't taking itself that seriously. Because in my head... The tone of it was all supposed to be very serious. At first, it definitely is presented that way. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not great at telling you what it is. But uh, because of that, because that's how I felt going into it, um, the funny, funny moments were like really good. Like right, like the getting the egg in the chicken coop or whatever the dish was, and like all the little shit that they would say back and forth. Like I feel like all of the little. They seemed like ad libs into the script, but if what you're telling me is true, and they're supposed to be like a satirical, then they were all so purposeful. But they felt so loose, and like they were kind of unwinding throughout the meal, you know. Even though people were dying and shit, it was weird. It was so weird. I mean, it's a weird movie in general. I do like the concept. I don't know how much better you could have done with it, really. Yeah, I I. Would watch. I'm going to watch it again now. See, <laughs> you've completely reverted. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was entertaining. See, like I thought, Midsummer was boring. If we're comparing it to that, I thought that movie was boring and way too long. This was the, so quick. And the, this movie was so fast. And it, the intro to Midsummer was like so 
embarrassingly generic. It was and overacted and ridiculous that it threw cringe. me off right away. Yeah, a lot of cringe. Very cringe. And yes, the menu is much faster. Yeah. It's shot out of a cannon. We're just starting. There's no backstory in it at all. Like they reveal some throughout the movie. Um that is how Anya Taylor Joy gets away for the ending. We didn't reveal that. Uh she goes through like his personal shit in like his private room there and just sees him like happy when he's working at like a burger joint. So she asks him to make a burger. Because nobody would ever ask him that. Mm-hmm. Because he's this bougie, five-star, crazy chef making crazy shit. And he, well, you know, he's in the middle of a psychotic break. So it gets to him and it works and it and she he lets her go. And good for her. She shouldn't have been there anyway. Exactly. That was why he did that. No, if she, well, if she wouldn't have said the right thing to him, he still would have just burned it down with her inside. God, yes, that's true. Yeah, she's, she yeah. connected with him. Yeah. Yeah. That, and the cheeseburger they, is the significance of that, or correct. is the representation of that, because right. I agree. Right. And that cheeseburger looked like the best thing on the it whole It looked menu. incredible. <laughs> yeah, it looked so good. <laughs> yeah. It made me want a burger really bad. Yeah, for sure. So overall, like a steak and shake burger. High recommend. I think it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's not going to win an Oscar. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Solid seven. We'll watch again. Dank. That's a Definitely dank. dank. The food movie. Yeah. You need to do a microwave. Of the menu. Yeah. You need to like break. You should make each dish yourself and do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? At least a couple, maybe just one even. Like whatever the biggest one is and do it on your show. Yeah, that's something to think about. Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they could be the that could be the TikToks that we work on all weekend. You can do whatever TikToks (laughs) you want, buddy. (laughs) Microwave minute here. (laughs) Road soda. Gross. I'm making the menu. You're gonna tarnish my brand. Killing hookers. That doesn't make sense. Well, that's on brand. Uh, <laughs> so let's pivot one weekend only to another island. We're pivoting. Yes, we are. Little island off the coast of Ireland. Lassie. Gee, Adam, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> if you let me fucking finish, you fucking cocksucker, I'd. Oh, I lost it. It's hard. It's hard, people. Like one quick sentence, you slip it out of there, but it's hard to keep it. The Banshees of Inisherin, a beautiful piece of music, I'm sure. Yes. Did, did they ever play the full song? Probably at the credits. I think you can listen to it. They have the score available on Wonderful. everywhere you get sound. Wonderful. Just a joyous, beautiful little film. Uh, actually, it is beautiful, and it's the a small shots world. Are Very small world. Showing just a completely different side of life. Small island off the coast of Ireland. Um, and These according people to, got nothing. According to the director's cut, I think is the name of the podcast, uh, they had, did an interview with the director. What's his name again? Martin McDonough. He, um, all of it was shot on the west coast of Ireland and a couple of different pieces. That house that um, Colm lives in. Uh-huh. Uh, they built for the movie. Oh, nice! And that ending, the fire, um, is Real? all movie magic. No, it's all it's all cinema. 
Oh, they just cinematography. They all like edited it, I think, or something. You mean CGI? Yeah. That's what I meant to say. What did I say? Movie magic. <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing. Kind of. Not really. No. How do you define movie magic? How do you define movie magic? <laughs> Other than the, the the loss of limbs. Well, in this movie, movie magic is a thing where like they make you think something is happening, but it isn't. Correct. It's like by making like a three D like a three dimensional building is there, but it's really not. That's movie magic. CGI oh. is not. It's the opposite of that. That's just called CGI. Special oh, effects. I understand. Yeah, and cinematography is camera work, so it's definitely not. So it was all of the above, but all were used incorrectly by me. Correct. Got it. So it was it was CGI. So this tells the story of a lonely town called Inishirin. Colin Farrell and his best bud drink beers all day, all night, and then they go to sleep and do it again. There's about 30 people on the island, max, maybe. There's only like six characters. They're all very sad, and none of them can express it. Old Irish repression at its finest. Everybody's deeply troubled in their own way, pretty much except Colin Farrell, because he's just such a dunce. That he's just like, I'm having a great fucking time. Ah, I can't say fucking now. It keeps slipping out of the accent. Anyway. But he's not. He's just a nice guy. That's the thing. He's just a nice guy. He can't be just a nice guy and not be fucking dumb. And one, <laughs> That's correct. One day he goes to his buddy's house and he says, I don't want to hang with you anymore. And his heart's broken. And the whole movie is basically him trying to win his buddy back. And his buddy does not want him to be won back. He means what he says. He wants to be left alone. And he says, you keep fucking trying to talk to me, buddy. I'm going to cut my fingers off. And then he does one by one. Now, this movie, it's a little absurd based on what I just said. Sure. But it's a uh, it's well shot set during the Irish Civil War, which I still don't really understand what that was all about. To be honest. Every time I try to read into it, it doesn't make any sense. You have to click like a bunch of sub articles to get even more information. It's tricky. From our last episode, you were talking about we were talking about um, North Ireland, Northern Ireland, correct, and the rest and Southern Ireland. Ireland? It's just called Ireland. Ireland, right? Um, is that correlating to that? Correct. Core? Okay. Yes. Just make just making sure that the lines are at least dotted correct. to the right places yes. for me. Yep. So, they sure are. So. Um, a lot of beautiful imagery. The, the scenery is breathtaking. Yeah. The way that the animals kind of like coexist. The at donkey's that time. amazing. The, what a cute fucking donkey. Love the donkey. He's actually a pony, as he corrected in, in the movie, actually. He's, He's like, not a donkey? Yeah, that little thing is, is a pony. It's and like it, a mini horse? <laughs> right. And he, oh. at the very beginning, right as they were. What is his name? As Colm was being like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. He's like, you talked to me for like two hours about your donkey shit. Oh, he's like, right. I'll have you know that's my pony shit. <laughs> so I don't know. I I thought it was a donkey too, but then he said it was a pony. But he they have he has multiple animals, so it, it might be a donkey that we're lo- that we're talking about because it very much looked like an ass. <laughs> did, you, did you prepare that? <laughs> no. Seems like you recited that from memory. <laughs> You're like, I gotta get this out. I gotta get it out. <laughs> My bit about an ass. Yeah. 
And it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Impressive. I I just really I loved the that was one of my favorite parts about the scenery was like, oh, these beautiful wide shots, and there's just in a, like a donkey right there, a pony, or the cows, too. They were cool. Yeah. So, so pretty. A lot of good animals in Great the movie. Animal. Oh, the Great dog. dog. Yes. Great dog. Great dog. It's the best thing about him. And uh, yeah, he just wants to play his violin. Which totally makes sense. It doesn't make sense. It, you can hang out with your boy for less time and then just go play violin. Like, the whole thing is absurd. That's the point, though. Like, it's it's dumb. Yeah. But b- that's because they're petty and can't express themselves. Um, And that's why they both, at different times, like, the guy who doesn't want to be friends with Colin Farrell also gets emotional and, like, breaks down multiple times right. for brief little spurts. And then they basically like put the stone face back on and they're like that didn't happen he goes back to cutting his fingers off right but it's you know what i mean they just like can't so they only know one way and it's it's silent deep sadness yeah right really though (laughs) yeah you would i just with the other characters being like yo like you guys gotta make up yeah, they're like, you guys love each other. And they don't show them as friends the whole movie. Right. So it is a little weird at the beginning. You're kind of just like, what's going on <laughs> for a little bit? Yeah. You know, and then they kind of feed you more information about everybody as it goes on. The way that they're just, they distribute what you know about your essential characters, like, throughout is really, was, was super... Um, effective yeah because you you didn't really grow none of the characters grew on you right away for the first like three scenes you're like until he gets yelled at at the church i like didn't really i think i like the sister right away yeah because basically she's the only person who's like smart right because she she reads yeah (laughs) she's the only one who only isn't like a drunk that doesn't do anything all day she sits and like thinks all day right and she leaves <laughs> within the movie. She leaves yeah, <laughs> because everybody's miserable. Yeah, you guys are all fucking stupid and miserable. Yeah. The important thing is actually not the fact that uh, that you're miserable in that point in time. It's how dumb you are to treat what you treat your misery with. Correct. That's like the whole thing. She's like, you know, like life could be better if we just like go to the island. And they're all like, we can't leave this place. This is where we live. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> of course you can. It's like, that's fine, but like Jesus Christ. Yeah. The. I, I mean, just love Colin Farrell so much. I what fucking, a gem! I love him in that movie. He's great in everything. His him, him and his furrowed brows for the entire. Yeah. The entire movie, he's just furrowed, just like heavy, deep eyebrows. You're like, Jesus Christ. It's tough work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that muscle strain is probably dense. Now, I will say, people are saying that this is this guy's best movie, Martin McDonough. I haven't seen any of his other movies. So that, that just that seems means... unlikely to me. Oh, I think. Because In Bruges would, is supposed to be great. I think that That's because this is the first one. With those three. What is it called? This is the first one. If you're saying that this is the if this was supposed to be the prettiest one, and this is the first thing that you've seen, prettiest. 
the fuck do I the say be- best. prettiest <laughs> <of> this guy? <laughs> yeah, um, what what were you just saying about in Bruges? Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> what is that? That's what the first about? movie uh-huh. that they made together. The three guys: Colin Farrell, the old guy, whatever his name is, that actor, and the director. Oh, so this is like a return to the boys. Interesting, but that's more that's like an action comedy, from what I gather. He also made three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. It was like a big Oscar hit a few years ago. Still haven't seen it. Seems great though. I just don't see how this is the best one because it wasn't this like masterpiece that it's being lauded as. Like I thought it was good, and I would watch it again. Would watch again for sure. Yeah, but I, I just don't see it as this like critical darling. It's surprising to me, but it's doing very well. Colin won at the Golden Globes. I was very excited. He's talking about you know m- masculine, you know repression stuff, and everybody's like, "Yo, we kind of like this movie," but nobody wants to talk about it. I think it's about pa- yeah. It's about you think having- like the Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson crowd is really into yeah, this movie. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we kind of <laughs> like this movie because he's cutting off his fingers, but he's also being sad about it." Yeah, you know, like I think that they're eating it up. And well, and they're like, yeah, if somebody does you wrong, you burn their fucking house down. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best part about the movie is it circles right back to no, like I don't actually care. I'm gonna burn your house down. Like right after all it's that, like, actually, he's fuck like, you. He's like, yeah, we're not friends. You killed my fucking donkey. That was yes. <laughs> he's like, wait, you're an asshole. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, it's like I'm glad you came to that conclusion because he was an asshole the whole time. Exactly. Right. But then it's ironic because, like, it totally flips, and he's really sad, and he's like, dude, I'm really sorry. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to come to your house at this time, and I will burn your house down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does. At that time, he's right on time. And the guy's like, oh, shit, he showed up. And that's the weird thing. Nobody defends themselves at any time. Like, there's no fighting, actually. Right, right. It's very interesting. That's the point to be made is how non-confrontational they right. were. Right, it's insane. It's it, it uh, unfortunately, I think they stereotyped Irish people a lot in this movie, and maybe that's why it's it's not that good. It's made by all Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think so. They're okay. Yeah, I think I don't think anyone would care either way. <laughs> Frankly, who gives a fuck? I fucking loved it. I'll stereotype some Irish people right now. I that. <laughs> It may, it's, <laughs> That's what I've been doing the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Those drunk, sad losers. Get some sun. <laughs> You'll feel better. I would actually. It's I, called Florida. This movie's super dank. I, I can't wait to watch it, it again it, on a bigger screen, it, hopefully. It grew on me like as I was watching it. Yep. And then right as it ended, I was like, wow, that movie was nice. I rewatched the beginning of it. After the first, yeah, it's through. a slow start. Yeah, you got to really lock in at the beginning. I'll give you that. Yeah, that, that's the one thing. It's a little slow. You got to lock. You got to give it like twenty twenty five minutes, which is kind of asking a lot, but also it's a movie, so watch the whole thing. That twenty five minutes is literally like it's like only four scenes, but it really you need it. Two to of set them are slow, up. but they're like it's a great time. You need it too. <clears throat> the movie can't be without the intro. Yeah. So you know what I mean. But you got to lock in and know what's coming and you'll love it. Um, Unlike my girlfriend who claims that I'm faking liking it just to upset her. She disliked it so much. I know you're listening. (laughs) Whore. (laughs) You dumbass whore. (laughs) Just kidding. Jesus Christ. It was a good movie. 
Yeah, it's a good ass movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Give me that stupid. Dank for sure. I actually give it the same rating as the menu, but for different reasons, obviously. Two danks up. Yeah, but seven out of ten. They're both seven out of ten. I think so. Interesting. Uh, if we were to from do what it, you're saying, you like Banshees a lot more. It's a it's a hard seven and then a light. You do Fantano for the scale for the venue. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep getting further into you're the ratings. You're just gonna just change different rating systems every time. Yeah, that's actually kind of a good bit, though. Yeah, for an episode, you're like four out of five, and then the next one, you're like eighty-eight out of a hundred, and then you're just like <laughs> three stars. Don't even give like don't even give a max. Just be like this one's this one's two and a half. This one's nine thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? Rate, view, subscribe because I'll give you different ratings every time. Yeah, not bad. Um, but I do like the dank or not dank system as well. Because that's the baseline. Right. <laughs> if you're going to ingest anything, just know if it's dank or not dank. Just like anything in your life. I used to do like scale of one to like a word a lot. Scale of a one to a word? <laughs> like that would be the thing. I'd be like one to Charlie Sheen. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like stuff. I used to do that a lot. Oh, you mean like three Ewan McGregor's? Exactly. <laughs> right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's like damn. I'm that really. Was like, that was like three Arnold Schwarzeneggers. You really know what I'm working up to. Um, next season of Barry, I'm just gonna rate all the different things that happen in Barry, like you know, stunts, guns, deaths. I'll rate the deaths like out of however many Bill haters, but then I'll rate like you know the stunts seven out of, out of ten, or like change it for every rating. Okay. Or the Barry review. But what is it's coming? What's the Bill Haters scale? Like what's the how many Bill Haters? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Best Barry moment? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, that was an eight Bill Haters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I could do that in w- if I do one every episode. Well, no, there's a best per episode. Got it, got and it. And then got like it. whatever <laughs> the best per episode is, like how out of 10 Bill Haters was the best. Right. Because some, there might only be a six Bill Hater best moment, but then there's a nine Bill Haters. <laughs> Plenty of times. We've got to be hitting some kind <laughs> of like pocket, some you have kind to of do, analytic pocket by saying this Bill Hater this many times. You'll have to do the Fonzie scale as well for yes! Henry Winkler moments. Or <laughs> yes. I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't either. I bet they get out of it like that. I hope they don't fall. I hope it doesn't fall off. I bet you. Because it might happen. No, there's no way. He won't let it. That's true. That's true. He Uh has his grip around that show's throat. It's not going (laughs) anywhere but better. Yeah. It's gotten better every year. That's true. You really love that show. I think it's one of the best shows on television. I agree. You Um, should do. You should literally do a weekly Barry update recap because you, I can't do single episode recaps. I mean, they'll be like four minutes long. Oh, they'll be yeah, yeah. But you could do like I could drag it out. You could do it longer than the episode <laughs> itself. Because <laughs> you'll just be like, oh, dude, I thought that moment when like he got in the car and grabbed that chocolate was really symbolic of like when Jesus was on the cross. And I'll just be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, just like yeah, throw yeah. shit out there, and you're like, dude, no, they were saying that like capitalism's for milfs, and it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I definitely think that Sally's got a side gig as being a masseuse, and she doesn't <laughs> want to talk about it. And I'm telling you that because of the way that she came home from the gym when she said she that she was at the gym in this episode, because the last time she was at the gym, she had a completely different outfit on. <laughs> 
She had a different towel. And I saw a thing of oil on the back counter in the shot. <laughs> so she has to be a masseuse. What's it going to lead to? There's no... Anyways. And it's just like, that's the finale. She gives like Henry Winkler a hand job, and Barry just kills them both and himself. Oh my And that's fuck. the end of the show? Um, All right. Let's end the episode on this. Your prediction to how Barry ends. My prediction to how Barry ends. Series finale. Entirely without the, this whole bit about Sally giving hand jobs. I really do think that. Um, oh, entire show. Yeah. Uh, Barry's going to die. He's going to get killed. There's no way around that. Really? Yeah. That's how, then that, and it'll end on that note too. And it might happen at this season. Actually, there's you. There's like no even with all the protection that he has at, from being a marine and having the ends with um, whoever it may be, like bad or good. Somebody's gonna end up getting to him, and you can't keep the show going without him. But see, you're leaving out an important detail. Is that ultimately this show is still a comedy and the way he's been getting out of stuff is just the cops being like, nah, it's the it's the guy. It's the he's black it's the Chechen assassin. Right. You know? That there's levels of incompetence that are, you know, just played for humor in this show, but end up having real consequences in the plot. Right. He's gonna walk no problem. Right. He can't start the season in jail. Like if it just continues down that path, then what? This season's going to be him going through like a criminal trial? You that, know, like that would be insane. It would not. It would be stupid. That's not what this show is. Because of, then it just turns into a courtroom show, <laughs> right? Um, because of they Better Call Saul, funny, I but. think that as an as something that makes those situations a little bit more dramatic, I think that they could work that in for a little bit. Like, they could get him going to trial for, like, 20 minutes of one episode. You know what I mean? But it would be really fast, and it would be like... But then what? He'd get sentenced to prison, and then he'd be in prison? No, he would get out of it. Uh, okay. At the stand. That could work, yeah. And then he walks, you know, like... Maybe that. that's what it is, yeah. But that doesn't... Yes, there's levels of incompetence, and they always circle back, but... That, that's what I'm saying. He's going to end up getting the role on the TV show. After all, or something, and then like becoming a huge star. That would be insane. I feel like that's where it ends up. That he ends up being a star. I I mean, here's my personal what I would love. I don't think it's gonna happen. I would love it if he got big and then got cast as on SNL and he was just Bill Hader. Oh my like, god. Like that ended up being the reveal. Not like that that became his name or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, he still yeah. goes by Barry Block, but he ends up doing like Whatever, what's that character he did all the time? Stefan. Yeah. Um, I Something like that like would that. be really fun, but I don't think it'll go that way at all. I think it's going to have this like dark cinematic ending in some way, because that's all he ever does. All his fucking post episodes when he would talk about it, he'd be like, yeah, I got that from this like French New Wave director in 1948's whatever. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're kind of an asshole, but like it's working. The yeah. show's great. So like, whatever. Anytime I hear him talk about the show, he's calling back like, yeah, it's just like Scorsese influence. You're like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get it, but he didn't have to, you know, flex. <laughs> well, he's not. He's not. That's why it doesn't bother me because he's right. a humble guy who right. just really loves movies. He's a true cinephile. Right. That's 
I, he's talking uh, about like Cecil B. DeMille and shit all the time. I'm like, I, that's way out of what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, I think the reason why, <clears throat> not the reason, I think that that's why it'll end on the note that I'm thinking is just because he likes the classics. It's got to be some artsy thing. I think you're right. Yeah. But you think it'll be him dying? It'll be a good death, like real good death. All right. What does yeah. that mean? You got to get a little more predictive here. Like a dank rating of a death okay. is what I'm saying. Like nine Bill Haters? Yeah. Ba- no. Yeah. Like it's, No, a perfect 10. His death has to be 10. 10 bar- Bill Haters ten, or it's not good? <laughs> 10 Bill Haters out of Barry Blocks, you know? Okay. But. Um, How many Fonzies? On the, on the scale, I would say it's like a seven Fonzie out of 10. Oh, wow. That's a lot of Fonzies. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll be on the lookout for that. Glad we're developing this. Yeah. Anyway, we got to go watch Tom Brady potentially beat the Dallas Cowboys. Is he going to? Uh, maybe. I don't know. The Cowboys suck, but the Bucks kind of suck. So we'll see. You never know in the playoffs. The I end could, draws near. I could instantly dive into 20 straight minutes about the last few playoff games of the weekend, but I let won't. It, let it rip. We're going to get out of here. Justice. We need a sports corner ASAP. Thanks again. Will you do a sports corner in Memphis? We'll be back in two weeks, most likely, with some Memphis stories. Anyway, rate, review, subscribe to Requiem for a Tuesday. Let's get the ego continuing. Exponential growth only. And remember, I are fat, you are fat. We are fat. Calculator.